0: Hi there and welcome to the Brighter Dawn podcast. I'm Delene Rayburn and in this episode we're talking about forgiveness. Books and books have been written on the subject but if you and I were sharing an Uber and we had 10 minutes on the back seat and you said to me, hey so tell me everything you know about forgiveness, I'd probably tell you this, I know you want to live a good and peaceful life and you want to enjoy meaningful, wonderful, harmonious relationships because who doesn't? And you've lived long enough to know that conflict and bitterness and unresolved tension is awful and exhausting and can even be debilitating and doesn't make your life glow brighter and brighter until the full light of day. Unforgiveness doesn't have you heading towards a brighter dawn. Except how do you even begin to do the mountainous unmanageable work of forgiving someone when you've been the victim of some kind of injustice when you've been sinned against in some way because we're humans living alongside other humans we've all had to forgive someone maybe you were cut off in the traffic maybe you've experienced crushing betrayal by the person you thought loved you best and forgiveness can feel impossible particularly if you're pretty sure the wrong you've suffered won't ever validated and you may never be vindicated it's possible that that some people will forever believe a lie about you so externally you've got the reality of what happened the events that took place in which you were wronged and somehow you have to find a way through those facts get past them and forgive internally there's the devastating hurt and self-doubt because what if somehow you were to blame And I'd hazard a guess and say you're probably partly to blame and part of forgiveness is determining how big your slice of the problem pie is and taking full responsibility for that. And then philosophically you've got all sorts of debates raging in your head because isn't forgiveness actually like rewarding your enemy? Isn't God a God of justice? When does he plan on defending your honor in this whole thing? And I'll be honest, I've had to forgive people and depending on the offense, sometimes it's taken me a couple of minutes to let it go and move on, sometimes it's taken me years. But I do believe the more we forgive, the harder we work at it, the fitter and stronger we become and the quicker and easier it is to forgive. So, so hear me, yes, it's unthinkably hard and you might be bleeding out thinking you'll never live through this, never mind be able to forgive, but yes, you can forgive. God wouldn't have commanded us to forgive if it wasn't possible. Hear me on this too. God is not telling you to pull yourself together, get over yourself and move on because it wasn't that bad. I don't know who you need to forgive and what they did to you, but I'm sure it really was that bad. Sin is very bad. It's so bad and so serious that God in human flesh died for it. God weeps with you when you weep. He was there when you were hurt. He saw the whole thing. And he collected every one of your tears in his bottle, as the psalmist puts it in Psalm 56. Jesus gets it. No one in history has endured greater injustice. And yet, Peter writes that Jesus didn't retaliate or threaten revenge. He left his case in the hands of God, who always judges fairly. And we can do the same. So here's what I do when I need to forgive someone for a big offense or a small offense. First, I remind myself That nobody can offend me more than I've offended God. I'll say that again because it's true for you too. Nobody can offend you more than you've offended God. That brings immediate perspective, doesn't it? It gives me pause. I take a breath and I thank God that he initiated a relationship with me when I wasn't even looking for him. And he has poured his grace and forgiveness all over me. Second, I picture releasing the person who has hurt me into the hands of God. I can trust him to look after or handle or carry anything I give him, any burden I cast onto him. So I hand the person over to God knowing he's a God of justice. Initially, I I kind of hand the person over to God hoping he will punish them. Uh, But after a while, as I keep handing them over, every time the hurt overwhelms me or I get angry, After a while, I I hand them over knowing he's a God of mercy and I'm okay for him to lovingly work with the person who has hurt me, restoring them, drawing them close to himself. and, And I actually start wanting his will to be done and his kingdom to come in that person's life. Thirdly, and these forgiveness steps aren't necessarily in any particular order, but they're all important. I repeat Exodus 14 verse 14 to myself as often as I need to. Whenever I'm triggered and I start churning all over again and I imagine scenarios where I'm telling the world how right I am and how wrong someone else was, etc. I have quite a heightened sense of justice and it's incredibly difficult for me when I, I feel I've been misrepresented. So Exodus 14, 14 says, The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. So I repeat that verse over and over. The Lord will fight for you. The Lord will fight for you. And I release my reputation to God. And I pray that the truth will out and that he will vindicate, that he will fight for me and clear my name if lies have been spoken about me. This also takes the fight out of me. It helps me let go of the need to tell my side of the story to anyone who will listen because God knows the whole truth and he is far more powerful than me to establish justice. Fourth, I also remember that hurt people hurt people and that actually helps me to think about the person who has hurt me with a posture of greater empathy. It gentles me. It helps me to pray that God would heal the hurt in their life so that they'd stop hurting others. Praying for the person like that also stops me from becoming a hurt person who hurts people. Fifth, if it's a fellow Christian who has hurt me then ultimately I'm forgiving for the sake of the kingdom. We're on earth to know God And make him known and I want billions of other humans to come to know the joy and freedom that's ours when we follow Jesus and they won't take the gospel seriously if they look at us who call ourselves believers and they see us fighting that's why Jesus said by this everyone will know that you're my disciples by the love you have for one another so like we have to believe that unforgiveness is not an option for people who follow Jesus forgiveness is what sets us apart from the world It's what makes our lives remarkable. And number six, I remind myself that reconciliation doesn't always work, but forgiveness always does. We can't control someone else's heart response. It's entirely possible that you'll never be able to reconcile with the person who has hurt you. Depending on the nature of the offense, it may not be wise to reconcile in the sense that it may not be your best move or necessary to enter into a friendship or relationship with that person again. So reconciliation might not work, it doesn't always work, but forgiveness works every time, regardless of the actions or attitudes of the other person. Forgiveness puts your soft heart in a place of peace. So just know this, Jesus died to free us from sin's grip, right? He's already done the hard work of forgiveness for us. Ask him to do it again to do in you what you cannot do yourself. Let his grace flow through you towards your offender. As you cancel their debts and release them into the hands of the living God, you'll find that you're the one set free. The goal of forgiveness is really just freedom, right? We hold people captive in our hearts by not forgiving them. All we're really doing is locking ourselves away. It's pretty stupid. And then it's worth taking note that we all need counselors and confidants and therapy basically so seek that out as much and as often as you can but a sign of forgiveness is not needing to talk about the offense anymore be intentional around not rehashing the hurt be intentional about wishing that person well about speaking well of them if you need to talk about it pick one or two trusted friends counselors but don't talk about it with everyone and be aware that if you start looking forward to venting your hurt and anger the counseling relationship may have just turned into an opportunity for gossip you probably know someone who hasn't forgiven it's made them ugly on the inside and eventually that makes you ugly on the outside don't be that guy don't be that girl so If our imaginary Uber driver is pulling off and you're about to hop out, before you close the door, I'd say, there's never going to be a better time to forgive than right now. I'm praying for you, friend. Thanks for listening. Feel free to get in touch on social media or delinerayburn.com. Please subscribe to the Brighter Dawn podcast if you haven't and go ahead and share this episode if you know someone struggling to forgive. Till next time, have an amazing day.